Time for rolling. The right targets. That is one trade. T Tigers is still pretty healthy. Tries to jump in. He finds one. This is a big turnaround for Liberation X. They might get the third. They might find an ace here. On to Lost Boy Top. Surrey Strike is not oh. enough. Exactly goes down. He might go for Donna Twips. He's gonna get one. He's gonna get two. Lost Boy oh. Top. Lost Boy Top. He does it. He gets the two versus one turnaround under the turret. He lives two. Welcome to Time for Rolling Esports, the weekly podcast that brings you Vainglory Esports. From predictions to recaps and analysis, we present to you the best in professional Vainglory. Now, here's your hosts, Inglis and Crude Sloth. It's Time for Rolling Hey, it's Endless guys. Before we get into today's show, I want to tell you about our new sponsor, Mobile Esports. If you're like us here at Time for Rolling Esports, then you love mobile gaming. Mobile Esports is a company passionate about all things mobile esports, just like the game we love, Vainglory. They are currently getting ready for the G Fuel series, which will showcase top mobile titles like Critical Ops, Clash Royale, and Vainglory. These will be one-day tournaments starting with Critical Ops on November 27th, Clash Royale on December 2nd, and Vainglory on December 9th. To keep up with these tournaments, make sure you follow Mobile Esports on Twitter at esports underscore mobile, or visit their webpage at mobileesports.org. Links will be in the show notes as always, and enjoy today's episode. Hey, how's it going everyone? Endless55 here, and welcome to episode 58 of Time for Rolling Esports. Um, on this episode, I am joined, as always, with Crude Sloth and Belligerent. How's it going, guys? What's up, man? How's it going? It's going well. All right, so we uh, there's a new game out that Belligerent talked about on his podcast. We all just played it together, and it was uh, extremely fun. Rules of Survival. We won two in a row. Well, crude, belligerent and endless, belligerent endless one two in a row because both times I first game I freaking got killed right away being like the damn dummy, and then the second game we had to queue up with another fourth player, and of course that person kills me right away like trolling. Yeah, you so should. I sat out two full games, like two thirty-minute games of just sitting and, and doing nothing. Yeah, belligerent and I we, we went straight commando and like won that game. Second game, why crude got killed by his own teammate. Belligerent at least revenged your death and went and killed that guy that killed you. Revenged or avenged? Uh, avenged. There you go. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he took all of his gear, and Belligerent's like, "Well, thanks for bringing me all the good gear. Now I'm loaded." My <laughs> God, it's pretty so fun. frustrating. Yeah, he walked in the door, and I shot him with point blank with a shotgun. <laughs> All right, well, I don't think he expected it either. He just kind of he opened the door and kind of just stood there like, like he was grouping up with his teammate. He didn't even know he killed his teammate earlier. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, he probably didn't. Okay, so Vanglory talk. Should we do we should we do some Vanglory talk? Maybe a little uh, I think we should. Maybe a little I miss it. I feel like I feel like it's been like weeks since I've watched any Vanglory. It's miserable. Yeah, yeah this long time. Long pause between the season and worlds is it's kind of a drain. Well, the one thing I mean, I watch a little bit of the challengers, but other oh, than that, right, right. 
well, they have like these other like small leagues going on with teams that I don't really know who they are that I keep seeing popping up on my timeline. I'm like, eh, I'd rather not. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing people do care about, 5v5, obviously, that's the hype we've been trying to uh, build, different things we've been discussing. Uh, one of the last episodes we had done was our draft. We uh, kind of drafted our own players, our own heroes, maybe a little discussion about uh, you know, 5v5 and, you know, what, if we had to build our all-star team, um, that was, uh, that was a good episode. If you didn't listen to it, definitely go back and check it out. One thing we, uh, kind of, yeah, cause I totally won draft. Yeah. Pilgrim had a good team. Crude had a great team. I, uh, I, I don't know. I, I didn't have a terrible team. My care, my hero selection was a little rough, but, uh, <laughs> You were definitely like a strategy oriented draft. Like it could work or it could collapse. Really good or really bad. (laughs) Yeah. The one thing that we did talk about though in that episode, we kind of, I think we may have mentioned it for like two minutes, but I thought we could revisit it. I know it's been a big topic throughout the community. Is really the time of five v five. This is a mobile MOBA, a.k.a. a big thing they advertise is, oh, you're, uh, I think Belligerent has said this before, but you're waiting in your, at your doctor's office. You can, you know, sit down and play a game of Angler real quick. You know, they want to maybe keep these games quicker. That's a whole par- part of the mobile. But uh, I've seen a lot of discussion about it. I personally don't agree. So I was wondering if we could maybe bring this topic to the table. Should 5v5 still be the same time as 3v3 or should they put elements into the game mode that, you know, kind of hurry things along? You know, that's basically kind of what the Kraken is for in 3v3. It kind of helps you push. It can help you win the game. Um, so I'm not sure what 5v5 will come of, you know, depending on what kind of elements they have. But uh, crude. Let's start with you. Let's see. How, how do you feel about five v five's time? What do you What do you want from it? Okay, so in my opinion, I want it to go a little bit longer. The reason I say that is because now, obviously, we don't know exactly what Super Evil Megacorp is going to do with all this stuff. But like, you still are going to have your. We we know you're still going to have the three v three option. You're going to have your Blitz and your Battle Royale still. Now, whether they implement that on the with the 5v5, probably not right away, but maybe later on or something. So, I, I mean, you're going to have a lot of different um, options. You know, if you can still do that, you know, the 10-second, or I'm sorry, not 10-second, 10 10-minute, 10 you know, Battle Royale or however long some of those take, I guess, not necessarily that long, but you're still going to have those options. That's my point is you can pick, you know, okay, I can do a quick, quick short game or, hey, I got all day. I want to sit down play some 45 minute games whatever so i would like to see it go a little bit longer that's that's my opinion belligerent what's your take on this topic to be honest right now i'm not exactly sure where i stand but let me ask you a question um about this that just popped in my head okay so let's say they make it longer Mm -hmm. what are we thinking half hour 45 minutes so what is what is technically the average? What do they advertise as their length for the games? Is it twenty to twenty five? I think it's fifteen to twenty. Fifteen to twenty. So I mean, I think that, at least that's what your typical like VG8 right. match lasts is like fifteen to twenty. So are you thinking about bumping up to thirty to forty five? I mean, forty five, I I can handle. I think that's 
Probably because that's best. what like a League of Legends match right. lasts. Last right. Yeah, okay, I, so. I've seen longer ones, just like Vainglory. We sometimes see thirty-minute matches, but yeah. So, uh, you know, I asked you or you know whoever thinks that it should be longer. Uh, if let's let I'm gonna say that we're gonna go for the thirty to forty-five minute range. Where are you gonna get the extra time? Uh, what do you mean by that? Well, okay, so right now the way it plays, uh, VG8 starts in eu at 9 a.m goes till one. Oh, you're and you're, then na starts at two and goes until like six i see what you're saying you're so, like competitive wise yeah so if if you're gonna create a 5v5 mode that now tacks on somewhere between 10 and 20 extra minutes you know because let's let's say your average would you say it's fair to say the average uh, VG8 match goes, what, 17 minutes? Mm, I mean, I'd say a little longer. Yeah, I mean, probably close to that, but like you see, like okay. those more intense minutes. Yeah, the more intense matches yeah. where there's more on the line, those definitely yeah, go longer. Yeah, I mean, I, I, would, I would say the, the more competitive ones that are back and forth and two really strong teams, you're probably talking about 20 ish minutes. Um, so. Now take that, multiply it by, or so we're going to tack on, let's just say the minimum, let's say we tack on an extra 10 minutes, and now you have to multiply that by 12, possibly, maximum of 12 per region, so 24. So you're talking about an extra four hours of time across both EU and NA, where are they going to get those extra? Where where's that time coming in? Because I'm not watching till ten o'clock at night. Are you? Okay, so well, here's my opinion on that. You do your time. I mean, like, so for Europe, you know, obviously they're ahead of in time than what we are. You, that right now, the whole reason they do that is they're trying to get you know NA viewers to be able to watch Europe and vice versa without it going too late. Doesn't really work with Europe as much because it goes much later into the night, but. You just kind of split up your broadcast teams if, if if they can. I mean, you have, you know, Europe starts at let's say I, I you know I don't know the time things very well, but like let's say nine a.m., ten a.m., eleven a.m., whatever, and goes until eight o'clock at night. It's it's an all day thing, and you just have to separate it. Like well, the, you're not gonna be able to have the one thing that I saw ahead. people's arguments was start eu earlier but the thing they don't realize is that the production team is still an na like you know the all the team that runs it like so that means they'd have to get to the studio even earlier and like i saw someone tweet out that they're already getting there around like 6 a.m 7 a.m which means they have to get to the studio around 4 a.m to try and start eu that early like they i don't think they have a big enough right. team to do that that's what I'm saying. You have to expand your team. You have to get, so let's say, Munchables and two other people to do the just just EU and then find someone else to do NA. I mean, I understand that that's more money and stuff, and I, but that's what I'm saying. If you're going to do that, you have to do it that way, in my opinion. Yeah, it'd be way too much for Munchables and Tasty Bacon to do those games all day long for both EU and NA. You're going to have to split up your broadcast teams. Okay, well, to give some perspective on that, like right now... Uh, uh, in in London, they are seven hours ahead of us, um, right? And I think that's probably like the closest part of the EU region. So you're talking seven or eight hours ahead. So I mean, you're gonna have to move that super early. 
but I mean, even if you get two teams, you're going to need like a separate, a second studio. Yeah. I will. Yeah. They're not going to do that. So I guess here's my next question to proponents of making it longer, making the broad, you know, making the, the matches longer because I, I highly doubt that they're going to, they're going to create a separate broadcast for EU and NA, you know, separate desk team. And they could do, they could do the, the casters. They already do the casters mm-hmm. split, it, but they don't split the desk. And so they would have to, you know, what crude is talking about, they'd have to split the desk and I just don't see them doing that. They should. So then it, well, I mean, it's easy to say they should, but a, you know, do they have the space in their office and they need to buy a bigger space and then they need to build out a second studio and things of that nature. And yeah, then I mean, have, I understand. Then you they have to pay, money. you have to pay three more salaries. So we're talking, we're already talking about a very low budget game in comparison to other games. So um, I, I'm going to, whether or not they should, I'm going to go out and on a limb here and say that they're not going to. So then the question becomes, are you willing not to see matches? Well, I mean, the thing... Because, like, if... if yeah, I'm going to go to Smite. You could probably also go to League, uh, but I've never watched a League broadcast. I have watched Smite. Uh, during their season, as far as, you know, I, I don't watch it as heavily as I do VG, but uh, they... Or here's the other thing that they could do. Like, I believe Smite pretty much broadcasts almost every day of the week. Right. Like, you're not going to get your games just on the weekend. That's anymore. what League does. Right. That's what I was going to say. So is that something people watch? Yeah, I, I got to tell you that, uh, you know, coming from my side, you know, being a coach and being involved, like with the org and having to prepare for that, that sounds exhausting. I mean, if you think, let's say, they have teams that are playing now Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, Saturday, leading up to when all the championship teams would play just on... I guess they wouldn't all be able to play on Sunday, but like if you're playing like those first round, our quote-unquote day one Saturday, what we have now, if you play that, if you play two matches on a Thursday night, another two on Friday, and then Saturday you have like all your winners, and then you'd play Saturday, Sunday to get to the finals, like you're basically just prolonging, which is still adding more hours for production teams, still adding more hours for your casters mm-hmm. and, you know, the, the analyst desk. So that's still adding more money. So, I mean... Yeah, the, the difference is you're probably avoiding a secondary studio build-out. Yeah. <laughs> they already can't get... I, I, love, I love SEMC, and I can't imagine what goes into it, but they already struggle to get one broadcast flawless. Right. Right. There's there's typically production issues on from some angle uh, that that struggle. So uh, at least if you go to you know games throughout the week, you still only have one one broadcast going at a time. Um, you only have one studio to worry about stuff like that. Um, because that's, that's the other thing that we're not exactly keeping in mind here when we say they're going to need a second studio is it's not just the three guys sitting at the desk, right? It's like the camera guy, it's the the in-game camera guy, it's the audio people, it's all of the, the production crew and they would need a, you know, 
a whole nother crew. So let me, let me say this, like, yeah, I understand what you're saying and maybe it doesn't happen right away. You know, the first season or maybe even the first year, but if five V five does blow up, you know, like the, there's the possibility of it doing and you get more orgs and the orgs start paying better. And, you know, it just, it just Vainglory itself blows up. Then, I mean, yeah, obviously that's a possibility. I'm not expecting them to do that right out the gate, right, right away. I know they have the low budget and, but you see what I'm saying? Like if, if it does go well, then that's a possibility. Well, yeah, that's a, a, a possibility. I, I would still probably lean towards what they will probably do is something along the lines of what league does and just play games throughout the week yeah, I mean, rather than building another, you know, because I also, I expect I could be wrong, but I expect that they want to continue the EU NA rivalry. I expect they want to continue the, you know, the unified live championships one over in London, one over in, in Los Angeles or whatever sites they choose next, you know, next round or whatever uh, i am i'm assuming they want to keep that so you're gonna kind of want to keep those broadcasts together as opposed to like as if you do two separate bo- broadcasts kind of like what you're talking now you're talking like what ea does right you, you got the and i don't know if it's ea or sea or which one does which but you have like the tesseract league and stuff like that that are broadcasting at times that i don't know about and i don't watch and so i never know what's going on over there uh, are you really going to be able to have a unified championship between EU and NA if nobody's ever watching the EU? I mean, is that a, I mean that rivalry kind of dies, right? Yeah, that would yeah, be it could. something they'd have to you know try to keep an eye on, I guess. Yeah, you know, and then the other thing that comes into play there is like, the, and, and Crude alluded to this with what he was saying, but the the finances not just for scmc to do the production but the finances for the teams and stuff would have to significantly change because you know now you're going to need full-time support staff full-time coaches stuff like that you if you're going to have things going you know all throughout the week and stuff like that as where before it's like you know i could what I, you know, I made scrims when I could, reviewed videos when I could, stuff like that with the team, and then I knew Saturday was game day. If you got it going all throughout the week, now you're talking about support staff and stuff that, you know, things like that. And then plus, you know, these kids, they have school and stuff. So, you know, you run into a, a lot of problems when you're talking about, you know, changing the format. Right, which... That's when this, you know, the question of obviously belligerent, you have, you know, played some 5v5 because of being PBE and stuff. But, you know, when you're creating a 5v5 map, now you have twice as big as jungle. You have uh, whatever, how many more turrets that would be. I'm not going to do all the map, but you have a lot more objectives altogether. You have a lot more that can happen. So, you know, I'm interested to see that, like, you know, Super Evil Megacorp is going to do something. They're going to put things into play specifically that will help, you know, speed up the game. I guess Vanglory players, especially in NA, are already more aggressive. But I wonder if something changes out of, you know, SCMC's hand where they can't control maybe the players adapt new style. Like, league, you watch League and, you know, there's times that it's 22 minutes in and these teams have just been fighting for control and there's not one kill yet and they're just starting to, you know, knock down those first turrets. So, like, you know, that's, that's 20 minutes of really 
and, you know, like we had talked about, Vainglory's done by then. Like, by that time, there's already been, you know, 15 kills, and the team's won. But in League, you know, it's like, eh, we haven't really totally got builds ready yet. They're not really trying to team fight, So it's, it's going to be interesting to see if SCMC has something where the players you know, maybe change things themselves. Because, you know, SCMC, the Kraken, for instance, once again, if they implement something that's like the Kraken in 5v5, you know, that may be able to help the game speed along. But, you know, is it necessarily going to cut that much time off? You know, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, the, you know, the thing, the other when you're talking about that, I think right now Vainglory and the heroes that are in the game you know, the way they function, the way they act, I think it just lends itself to a faster play style. Right. And the reason I say that is because, you know, and, and on my podcast, I actually haven't released the episode yet, but I talk about some ideas for different heroes. But uh, Vainglory doesn't have, like, a hero that can really delay the game, so to speak. It doesn't have, like, okay, do you guys remember when... You know, Lyra, when she first was released. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the six-second bulwark and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, like, total and complete zone control. And I used, I loved release Lyra. Like, my favorite hero of all time was release Lyra. Right. Because, like, you could control the lane, right? Like, I could go to one side of the lane, put up my bulwark, throw my sigil on the other side of the lane, and now the enemy laner, like, can't walk through the lane without taking damage or something. Vainglory doesn't have any heroes that can do that. As where other like 5v5 MOBAs, you have these heroes that just have so much CC and so much zone control that they can hold a lane by themselves. They can stall a lane. They can fend off, you know, 1v3 or something like that, even if three, because they just have so much CC and zone control. Is where Vainglory doesn't really have that. You have you have heroes that do some CC, like Baron has a bunch of CC with his bombs, but he's so slow and immobile. You get somebody like Taka or something that can close the gap that fast, and then it's over. Um, so they don't really have a hero that I can think of that can really that could just like, for example, just hold top lane for a half an hour. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. without needing any rotation so it right now i don't know that the heroes necessarily lend themselves to that slow style of play yeah i mean it's uh, i don't know it's going to be interesting to see like how i mean we're going to see the very first game whenever it's going to be at worlds the 16 17 whenever they play it's 17, 17 i think yeah if it is championship day so i mean that first game could be you know, just, you know, 15 minutes right away and you see that a team snowballs because, you know, snowballing obviously is one thing that has happened and, you know, Vainglory throughout its history of 3v3, a team gets, you know, a couple kills and they get an item ahead and, you know, here we go, we have, you know, the snowball happens and teams can't really stop it. So, I mean, that's why, that's another thing that I was interested in seeing is, you know, if 5v5 is going to be able to be, there's so much more on the map, so many more objectives, if, you know, snowballs like that can be, uh, you know, less know prevalent you know you look at league obviously smite may have its own type things but you know league you have baron and the dragon the you know they have different buffs you know if your team would take the baron then you get you know a whole team buff and that's going to be easier for you to push to win um so i don't know we'll see if there's something like that in vainglory specifically 
Yeah, well, there's something like that in Smite. It's called the Fire Giant. It's uh, it would essentially be like when if you kill the Fire Giant, to put it in Vainglory terms, the entire team would get like a a weapon infusion. Right, uh, is basically yeah. what it is in Smite. There's not like a, there's nothing like the Kraken that helps you push lane or anything. Right. Um, but the 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 thing with Smite and the Fire Giant is that your team, especially if the other team knows that you're trying to take it, which they usually do, uh, you you're not strong enough. Even like if all five of you group together, you're not strong enough to take the Fire Giant until like twenty five thirty minutes into the game. Mm, yeah. Right. So, you know, it's just, it's prolonged like that. Um, so, you know, things like that, you know, if, if Vainglory puts something, you know, like a buff in there or something like the Kraken to help push lane, that's going to help speed up the game. But I just, like, I understand the desire for a longer game, and I'm sure that to some degree it will be, but I just don't think right now the way that Vainglory plays and the way the heroes play that it's going to necessarily lend itself to that much slower. Um, You know, to me, like, playing Smite, the map just feels so much bigger. You know, like, travel distances and stuff like that. and You know, here you're talking about on a mobile device so you can't make it feel that much bigger or you're just kind of wandering forever yeah you that's know? true <laughs> but you know at the same it's it's like i said you don't have heroes that because think about some of your laners right like ringo ringo's a great laner but what's the catch with ringo either he's gonna burst down a target in a matter of seconds or he's gonna get deleted in a matter of seconds there's no in between with Ringo. You know, you could say the same about Vox. He's not going to, you know, wither somebody down or something like that. It it's it's all of all of the heroes in Vainglory, well not all of, but most of the heroes that you're going to put into lane are either going to blow somebody up or get blown up themselves. You know, you have some heroes that poke, but there's so much heal in the game that's not that big a deal, and recalling yeah. is pretty easy. But it, it's it's a bunch of burst, really, and that's you know that's a lot of what the metas are. There's not, you know, even with the, and I don't know how you guys feel about it, but even with the the health, all everybody's health being buffed up, to me it doesn't really feel like it takes longer in fights. Yeah, no, I really yeah, I agree. I mean, crude. If you think about it, like, think about your time you have to play Vainglory. Like, you're already probably pretty busy enough to where you necessarily don't have a crazy amount of time to sit down and you right. know, spend a couple hours to play, you know, Vainglory. Especially if once five v five is released, you know, we're gonna be so pumped to play the map. We're not necessarily gonna be like, oh, I want to play five v five, but I don't have, you know, maybe it could possibly be, you know an hour let's say if crazy stuff happens and everyone sucks and there's throws back and forth you know me and you have played a game of Vainglory where there's just so many throws back and forth it's like 33 minutes and we kind of sat down just to play a real quick let's win in 20 minutes and now we're 15 minutes over our mark so I mean I sit, right. I sit here and I go back and forth like I'm going to be wanting to play the 5v5 map so I'm going to want just as an exciting game but maybe not crazy long. So that's, you know, that's what I'm hoping, you know, we get out of it. 
Yeah, I mean, I like I said, maybe it's just me. I'm not that hard of a person to please, but like, I know, like, you know, let's say I got a Saturday where I don't have a lot going on. You know, throughout the week, I'm much busier, but you could have that day where you yeah. play those longer games yeah. and stuff. But that's why I'm saying I like the option. I mean, you're still going to be able to have that blitz and that, and that you, the option to go back to the 3v3. So I think if SEMC was smart, that like to try to please everyone, you still leave those options open. But, you know, you also bring in maybe that later game, you know, maybe a 40 minute game. I'm not saying, you know, necessarily as long as like as league or anything, but to just kind of give that option, it'd be smart for SEMC to do that. I don't know how or, you know, if they will, whatever. But, you know, me looking at it and what I know, I think that would be a smart option. Again, going back to what I know, which is Smite, they do have all those different like they 5v5 is obviously their main game mode, but they also have a 3v3. And uh, they also have a, I guess it's kind of a, a battle royale style game. I don't think it's called that, but it's, you know, it's the same, same uh, concept where you don't get to pick your hero. You get a random hero. The only thing I like better about the smite version of the Vainglory version is you can actually trade your heroes. Um, Yeah. I've been, I've been asking that, asking for that since br came out like i don't care you know some people say well that takes the randomness out of it okay fine you're still gonna give our team the three random heroes as long yeah, as we're no. stuck with those three right you know like if yeah. get gets you know somebody that i'm really good with and he sucks on and i get somebody he's really good at we might as well swap right it's still right. the same three random heroes uh, I, I think smites though is a 5v5 battle royale instead of a 3v3 um yeah so they do have those different game modes so i don't expect and and uh, SEMC has already come out and said that the 3v3 mode is going to stay i would imagine the br and the blitz are going to stay although blitz could fall off a cliff for all i care uh um, br could fall off a cliff for all i care <laughs> yeah that's but you know everybody who listens knows how wrong you are all the time so yeah okay <laughs> you're opinionated I think he died. Yeah, I think he what? died too. <laughs> I think your mic cut out as you went into that rant. <laughs> oh, really? Unless you said he's opinionated and that was it. No, I was like, you're opinionated, but your opinion doesn't matter. Oh, never mind. Uh-huh. It was, I was just joking. <laughs> yeah. Dang okay, it, this well, joke that didn't work. <laughs> well, I, I remember anyway. my, my train of thought was going to be belligerent as much as you can answer. Like, you know, the logical thing to think here is the map, the matches have to go longer because there's more to do. There's more turrets you have to get through, possibly. You know, if it's kind of the similar style that you have to destroy the turrets in order to get to the base or whatever it's going to be called. I, I don't know if they're still going to call it the Vein Crystal. Um, but, you know, what kind of stuff are they going to have to implement in order to get the matches to still, you know, last just as long? I guess my, or not this is to last, you know, yeah, just as quick, whatever. Because I know we um, had talked about the one thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't... Obviously, I can't give anything specific of details about the map because that would get me expelled from Vainglory forever. Um, but, I, I mean, they've already shown us some of the map, right? They've shown us how there's going to be more ganking areas. There's going to be more areas where, like, the jungler or whatever can, can come out of to, to gank the laner and you know as as i said before i think that just lends itself to the fact of 
you don't have necessarily heroes that are going to be able to prolong these fights. So if you can get a good gank off, you know, it, it's it's easy to blow up e- almost every hero that you're going to put in the lane. And then you, you know, you push down a turret or whatever. And then once you, you know, kind of once you get that first turret down, uh, it, in in especially in vainglory then you're going to be able to have more rotations you know have a laner uh be able to go help push another lane so now you you know and that's how the snowball is going to progress really is um just the fact that you you know there aren't at least not the way that i see them played now and not the you know things like that there's not somebody who can just hold the lane very well even under turret, because if you get a captain or a jungler to come out, you know, you can between the laner and your jungler, or if the captain rotates or something, you know, they can trade turret damage and dive the enemy laner, blow them up or, you know, best case scenario for the enemy laner, he gets away. He has to recall back to base to heal. And then they go ahead and they push down that turret anyway. Yeah. It's just, it's so much easier to, at least in my experience, it's so much easier to push a hero out of the lane in Vainglory than it is in other uh, games. The one thing that I was kind of, I just have this thought in my mind that this Vainglory 5v5 map is going to be ginormous, which I think kind of made a good point about how it's not going to be huge, maybe like the Smite or League map. It may look big just based on splash art, but. You know, unless if they do make it bigger, they obviously have to add some type of new form of transportation. You know, obviously League has teleport, Smite has Thor, right? Who can like fly in the air and then go wherever, but that's like his ultimate or something. I don't know. I played Smite for like one week. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> players are going to have to, if, if this map is ginormous, that's going to make travel time even longer, which would actually prolong the game. So that'd be interesting to get a feel for the 5v5 map and see how big it actually well, is. Yeah, I can't say what. I mean, there are things that they've implemented that I've never seen in another game that are going to help the speed of the game uh, go faster. Yeah. Um, you know, I can't reveal those yet because I haven't seen them reveal it. So there, there are a couple of things they've done to help speed, you know, keep the game short, uh, kind of, kind of cut down on uh, some of the time that um, takes up some of the things that take up time in a three v three match right now. Um, you know, something. I mean. The, they can easily, and here's the thing we have to remember, they can, even without necessarily changing any types of stats, they can slow the game down at any time they choose. And they've actually done that before, just in the opposite. They've sped up the game, and I don't I don't know how many people were around or remember that, but they changed the amount of gold you get per second a while, many, many patches ago. Yeah. So... And because I was just trying to think, you know, what really, what is it that makes these other games slower? And really the answer that I can come up with is just that it takes longer to get to your build. Yeah. And so it's power spikes quicker. Right. So if, 
you know, Vainglory puts out this 5v5 and it's only 20, 25 minutes long and everybody complains about it and, and they decide they want to extend the length of it, they can always just turn down how much gold you get per second, you know, how much gold you get from minions, things like that, and just, pro, you know, make it much slower as far as, you know, getting your build online. That's interesting. I never thought of it that way. Like that. I mean, that that was possible even. Yeah, because I I believe that uh, games used to to be longer, and they sped it up by I think now you get like five gold per second, as where before you were getting like three, <laughs> if I recall. I forget what pat. I mean, this was like I'm pretty sure this was last year in the one point something patches, right? But. You know, so that's something that they can always go back to if they wanted to. I'm going, I don't know a whole lot about, you know, game programming, obviously, but I would imagine that that's also something, well, I mean, clearly it is because they do it in like Blitz and BR. So that's something they can change per game mode, right? So they could slow down the 5v5 by turning down how much gold you earn um, and and do it that way. So for those of you that want it longer or shorter, not saying they will or they won't, but just remember that there is a fairly easy fix for them to adjust the length of the game if the initial product they put out is not what the community wants or is not what they want as far as time wise. Uh, and and you know let's let's give SEMC props and sometimes even to a fault they listen to what the community wants. Yeah. Right. Well, not to mention, I think you can kind of like, I mean, to a degree that you can kind of do the same thing with like the heroes too, as far as like, you know, some of the heroes are better at snowballing than others. Like you can turn, like if they notice that some of these heroes are, you know, turning the snowball like into way too quick or way too long, you know, you you, you know what I'm saying? Like they can go up or down with the, the characters as well. And that might, yeah, thank you. But. Yeah, well, yeah, that that know. would be a balancing issue, though. That would, you know, how much damage somebody does. But it would be like to make it game wide, you just change the amount of gold that you get yeah. per second and stuff like that, and you just you slow down the game and and you you know and and that's probably something else. Now that I just thought about it, that's probably something else that causes other games like Smite and League to uh, be slower. Is that you can't get to you know, two tier three items in eight minutes. Right. Yeah. It takes you 15 minutes just to get to your first full item. Yeah. Type thing. So you could, uh, just make all the turrets health twice as much and then it'd take them a long time to break down the turrets. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could do that also. Um, but it, uh, I, I think the other way is better because if you if you leave it to where they can have a full build in 15, 20 minutes, whatever, yeah, um, you know, you, you're just talking about one team being able to get a whole bunch of kills, even if they can't kill the turret right away, they're just getting a bunch of kills and they'll all be a full build, and it's right. yeah. So yeah, I don't really know. I think it was uh, going into this. I was definitely like, yeah, I don't have a problem with it being longer, just because if I want to play a shorter match, I'll play three v three, but. It'll be interesting to see like how long I play five v five or like how quickly I get used to five v five map. And then I'm gonna go back to the Halcyon Fold three v three, and that's gonna be like completely strange to me. And I'm gonna have to like get used to three v three again. It's gonna be weird to have like definitely two different maps, 
um, I don't know, crude, did you change your mind? Are you still, you still would like to have a longer one for that Saturday that you just get to binge some video games? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm sticking with it. I could be I, totally wrong, you know, when it does come out. Like, that's what I just, there's so many unknowns. Obviously, all this we talk is just speculation stuff. But I, me still, personally, I would like to see the option for a longer game. And I know it's mobile, and I, I completely understand, like, with what Belligerent had talked about earlier, the quick game at the doctor's office. I get that 100%, but just in my mind, why not try to touch on some of those players who like those longer games and bring them in? and create even a bigger fan base so which they can but not when that game mode is the main factor of the esports so like that's the only issue is if whatever game mode is the esports is the one they have to like put into consideration when it comes to okay how long can we stream these on the weekends do we have the crew to do this so let me ask this uh crude on your saturday where you don't do anything and you just want to binge What's the difference between playing one 45-minute match and two 20-minute matches? Absolutely nothing. But I think it just brings a different element. Like, I don't know, maybe I'm trying too hard to, like, copy off of League, but, like, I, you know, obviously Vanglory's ultimate goal, or what it should be, or what I think it should be, is to to create, a, like, an empire of, like, what League has and, I mean, take over and just dominate and... I'm not saying that I want them to exactly follow what League does. They have to do their own stuff, obviously. But I think that's like a blueprint of how you can get that high up. And as long as, as long as that five v five is definitely more in depth, more complicated, has more to it, and can still be twenty five thirty yeah. minutes or twenty fifteen minutes, I I really do not see five v five being fifteen minutes. That's gonna blow my mind if it is. It may be. I don't know. But I think like you're trying to say, crude, is that. As long as that 5v5 has more in-depth, that's really what we're looking for. So I guess if they can make right. it that much more in-depth, that much more strategic strategic, and still have it shorter, then I guess, great. Let's see how it and, works out. <laughs> and maybe I just relate that the strategy and all that to longer games. Maybe there can still be much more in-depth and stuff and still keep it shorter. And if that's the case, then that's fine. I don't know. Maybe I'm just looking for a whole new game mode. I don't know. <laughs> you know it's hard to tell sometimes, you know? How do you feel about there just being through uh, like the main Kraken and then like Kraken has like two children and then the ch- like there's just three Krakens just pushing out of every lane that could help Yikes. boost the game? <laughs> That'd be wild. I'm not exactly sure what you just said. Did you say that you want to be able to mate with the Kraken so she can have babies <laughs> for the other lanes? No, I think I think the babies are already there. There's no mating going on in the game. <laughs> that already happened behind the scenes. They can put that in. I one think of the we've lore. been recording long enough now. Uh, <laughs> this is getting a little out of hand here. Whatever speculation, uh, you know. If they add some type of, I think. Kraken, what is it? Helga? Helga is her name. Yeah, I think she's going to stick strictly to the fold, and I think they may implement a new uh, Kraken-type person, probably, or who knows what they're going to do. League has, like, the Rift Herald, which is, like, just this weird thing that can spawn down the middle lane and, like, helps you push, which is kind of like Kraken, but it's not as cool. That thing can, like, actually attack heroes. The Rift Herald can actually attack heroes, so um, who knows what Vainglory will actually come up with, but... 
I don't well, know. They keep teasing us with that image of the dragon that everybody thinks is going to be I the think, new monster. Yeah, and the dragon's definitely been in lore for a while. That little that thing's been around, and then the lore of Lorelai came out, and there was like some dragon eggs in that lore. So it's yeah. I mean, there's a, probably there's a lot more in depth if people don't follow lore, which I don't completely. I'm trying to get into it and start reading fresh from the beginning. But like, I think there's so many like little hidden things here and there that they're just gonna start pulling for five v five, especially with heroes. They have I'll probably there's a lot of names in lore that may become heroes in the future. That will be interesting to yeah. see which happens. What happens? Yeah, for sure. I I don't really read the lore. Hopefully, Sugar Venom isn't listening to this episode, but <laughs> it's it's just not something that I have found time for at the moment. So. All right, well, I don't know. That's really all I had for uh, this episode. I thought I kind of wanted it to be short. Obviously, uh, the episode that's coming out on Thursday, you guys are listening to this on Tuesday. Uh, the episode on Thursday is going to be the interview with uh, Fuji, uh, Humanist, and um, Tasty Bacon. Tasty Bacon. Yep, I didn't forget them. So that's the main hype episode for this week. I wanted to get a little, little 5v5 talk in. Obviously, we're leading up. I'm waiting for challenge the challenge battle or the challenge bracket thing to be released so we can like formulate our picks. Not that we couldn't do that already, but I'm trying to you know rate wait a little longer closer to worlds when we do our predictions, like our hundred percent serious predictions. Uh, I'm excited. Belligerent gets to pick everything. There's no handicap. I get to hear free belligerent all the picks yeah. he wants. So uh, that's going to be obviously in the future for all of us that are listening. All you that are listening now. It's- it's belligerent's time to shine. There's no excuse now when I still beat him. He can't say he has a handicap. So, <laughs> Yeah, we'll have to think if we do a little point system. Maybe I'll have belligerent come up with his little point system for uh, Worlds Day 1. Obviously, we'll have to pick you know which two teams are coming out of each group. Uh, so we'll, we'll, that'll be in the works as well. But uh, as for this episode, we just kind of want to talk about maybe time, that whole topic about do we – do we want to see it be 45 minutes? Do we want to see it stick to that 15 to 20? I think it's going to be increased a little bit, but uh, like Belligerent said, Vanglory is going to release it, and then they're going to listen probably, take a feel about how the esports scene is flowing with it, and if it's terrible and they need to adjust, they may do a simple, hey, let's just make the gold, you know, you get more gold quicker that way, you can ramp up faster, more kills faster, win the game faster. So that was Probably the main point of the episode. So, bravo, belligerent. Um, I, I de- you definitely did what I expected you to do. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have anything else. What? Go on. Yeah. Go. No, I was just gonna say, sweet. So you're done. Sign off. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you can follow me on Crude Sloth VG on Twitter. And I'm belligerent underscore VG. That is belligerent. Make sure you go and listen to his podcast, The Q on YouTube, the iTunes, Q. Uh, whatever. He does all these crazy episodes and like records them all in one day and is crazy about that. And he gives you great content. So make sure you follow him. I think it's just yeah, you just follow him on. He doesn't. You don't have a Q Twitter yet, right? No. Well, I did make one, but I don't use it. I'm just sticking to my own Twitter. It's hard Makes enough sense. for me to keep up with one Twitter than <laughs> to try to you know. Yeah. So okay. yeah, just uh, you know, follow me on Twitter. So the normal one, that's where you can keep up with Belligerent's episodes. But you can follow us for our episodes, our one main joined episodes of Time for Rolling Esports at TFR underscore Esports. 
that is episode 58. Thank you guys for listening. Worlds is getting closer. It's going to be hype. Uh, cheers. Thanks Ugh. for coming on. Cheers, guys. Peace. Hey guys, real quick before we sign off, I wanted to tell you about a great tournament that I love to watch and that I work with that is run by some great community members, the North American Champions League. This league has been running for multiple seasons and have given teams like Vision Gaming the chance to make a name for themselves and make it to Vainglory 8. Uh, If you have a team that you think can make a name for themselves, uh, then maybe you should sign up for a tournament in the future. Uh, you can do that. You can follow them on Twitter at uh, NA Champ League. You can also subscribe to their YouTube and follow them on Twitch. Uh, as always, the links will be in the show notes, so make sure you check it out to get those links. And thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Thanks for tuning in to Time for Rolling. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or Google Play Music and subscribe for weekly episodes. Follow us on Twitter at Time for Rolling and at TFR underscore esports. Until next week for another edition of Time for Rolling. Time for rolling.